you're listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. They paid me $20 to say their show is awesome. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, something very exciting is happening. This is going to be a little bit different. Oh, yeah. This is going to be really fun. This is going to be... A little bit like a game show Interesting. today. Interesting. A little bit like a like a little game show for people today. And James, what are we doing today? Fast forward. Fast forward reviews. That's right. So we're going to be doing some speed reviews today. Our new fast forward section, where we're going to give ourselves a little bit of time to review a lot of different movies. So yeah. how we're going to break this down, there are some rules to this engagement. Tell them the rules, Kyle. There are Tell some the rules. rules. So we each get uh, a minute per movie. Each of us gets 30 seconds, and then we're going to wrap them up at the end. At the end of that minute, you're going to hear this, which is the bell that means we're moving on to the next film. And as we go through our lists, we'll tell you what lists we're dealing with. Today's list that we're going to be using is the all-time domestic box office records. So these movies hold the United States domestic record for box office attendance, and it's been adjusted for inflation. Adjusted for inflation. So these should be the most viewed movies of all time, technically. We're going to try to tackle criteria. 20 today, right? 20. Absolutely. So we're going to get through the top 20 here, and uh, and it's going to be really exciting. We have no idea what's going to happen. So Absolutely. Another <laughs> another rule worth mentioning, Kyle, Yes. is that in the midst of our, of our fast-forward reviews, a minute on each movie, 30 seconds, back and forth, back and forth, fast-moving, <laughs> bell ringing, all that stuff, we each get one timeout. Yes. What's a timeout, Kyle? Well, the timeout is like a pause where basically we look at the other guy we call our timeout, and they have to shut up instantly because what they're saying is so bombastically wrong about whatever movie we're discussing that we can't even stand it. So we get one of those per episode, no rollovers, no spares. Use it wisely. Use it wisely. Use it wisely, right? Okay, so we're going we're gonna to break this down, uh, starting with the all-time domestic box office records adjusted for inflation. James, are, are you ready to tackle this? I'm, fast forward. I'm ready. Are you ready for fast forward? I am ready for fast forward. On your marks. Get set. Go. Gone with the Wind is our first film. I absolutely love Gone with the Wind. Da, 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 da. Fantastic wow. movie. We're all going back to Tara in our hearts. It's a, just a wonderful picture. The cinematography is so gorgeous. A lot of people can't sit through it. It's got a really long runtime. I fell asleep the first time I watched it. <laughs> but what you can do is just grab a Red Bull, sit down, watch that movie. It's fantastic. Such good stories, such good characters. And frankly, James, I don't give a darn if you know what I'm saying. You're up, sir. And I don't give a damn because I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. I've never seen Gone with the Wind. Oh, my goodness. Confession time. Uh, Kyle, I get this weird hang-up, it's been a lifelong hang-up, where I simply can't watch, I can't tolerate uh, movies with those old-style voices, you say, and I can't, <laughs> I certainly can't stand black and white movies, I just can't. Well, that's good, because it's not in black and white, you fool. Oh, fuck. It's in color. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so sit down and watch it, punk. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Star Wars. Well, the greatest movie of the... How many are there now? Seven? Six? No, there are three. There are three? There's only three, Kyle? <laughs> there are only three. Well, it was the original. It's the first one. But wait, it's called episode four. So it's... You know what? 
Fuck it. It's the first one. It's the best. Uh, Princess Leia is, is beautiful with the bun haircut. Oh, yeah. Uh, Luke Skywalker is a hayseed out in the middle of the desert doing his thing. Wanted to become a Jedi. Obi-Wan Kenobi is not some ridiculous green screen to That's death it. character. That's it. You're out. Yeah, it's fantastic. The characters are all really good. Such a good vision. A uh, really good direction for George Lucas. Um, well done. I mean, we love this movie. It's one of the most popular films of all time. Second on our list because it's so good. Everybody went and saw it. Amazing piece of science fiction. Totally realized. Um, some people might complain that the acting's not up to par. I think it's amazing because all these people are unknown coming in, and we only had the story to go off of. So I think it's fantastic. Wrap up, James. Kyle really loves the music. Everything about it. All right. Sound of Music. Uh, I've seen this a couple times uh, and couldn't get through it, again, because it's very long and fell asleep <laughs> probably the first seven times that I watched it. Couldn't make it through. After seeing the whole thing, uh, I think it's good. It's not great. Um, uh, a little bit overrated, I believe. Uh, it's got some great music in it, um, some good cinematography as well. I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it. I just say there's other musicals I like a lot more. Well, I uh, it looks like I'm one for three in this podcast so far because there's another one I haven't seen. I haven't seen two. <laughs> I haven't seen two out of the top three. Wow, how uncultured am I? Um, well, I guess I could just well before I. Yo, Kyle, is this? Is this a black and white movie? Do I have a good excuse for no, not having seen this? No, it's not black and white, and these are speed reviews, so pick up the pace here, James. Well, fucking, I'm not going to watch it anyway. <laughs> Closing comment. Close it out. Closing comment. I mean, you should see it if you haven't seen it. Um, don't let the recent news about the uh, live version on TV fool you. This is a good movie, good musical. Check it out. E.T. You may remember E.T. from podcast number two of Loud on the uh, Set. Yes. Uh, James's earliest movie memory Absolutely. alongside Ghostbusters. I love it. It inspired me to ride my bike everywhere, pretending I was going off to the moon. <laughs> I remember being um, kind of uh, confused about the layout because I'm an inner city kid, and I thought, where do these kids live? That there's <laughs> that there are just four by fours, four by two by fours. Excuse me, two by fours. Hey, there's a dumb moment. Two by fours laying around all over the place in giant dirt mounds. I was like, where are the buildings? Everything's a house. How, like suburbia was new, but ET is Absolutely awesome. Absolutely right. Spielberg, one of his best films. Uh, the soundtrack is unbelievable. The movie's fantastic. Bone home. I'd never eaten Reese's Pieces before. I went out and bought them after I saw the movie. It's it's so amazing. It, it captures such a spirit. It leaves lasting impressions, like James mentioned. Terrified him. It did terrify us. I understand now it's been altered a little bit, so they're holding radios instead of guns and whatever garbage I'll that get is. Oh, the fuck out of here. But go see it. the VHS copy and go watch it. Everybody's seen it at this point in I time. I never saw it, and you know what? I still like the video game. Next up, uh, the Titanic film. Yes, Titanic. Uh, in a Titanic box office, too. I love this movie. Uh, I love it. I think that it's a great picture all around. It has lots of tones combined into one really good movie. If you like action, if you like romance, if you like comedy, there's pieces in this for everybody to talk about. It's a really good movie. James Cameron makes big-budget, high-selling films because they are good, in my opinion. Titanic, confession time for James. I liked it at first. I don't like it now because I'm scarred for life. You want to know why, Kyle? I want to know why. I'm scarred for life because for a while it was my, uh, a long time ago, XXXXXXXXX, put as many X's as you need to in front of that. <laughs> Girlfriends dragged me to watch it every weekend of our college oh, lives dear. on VHS. Oh, the double copy. The, the double yeah. tape VHS. And my friends made fun of it. What are you guys going to do this weekend? Watch Titanic? Yeah, sadly. <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh, yeah, great movie. Um, there's a reason that she probably wanted to watch it so much. It's really good. Go see it. The Ten Commandments. Kyle, uh, I haven't seen this movie. Well, not surprising. Uh, is, is it black and white? <laughs> it's not. Oh, well, 
<laughs> Maybe I'll see it someday. But then again, I'm completely anti-religious, and I would probably just prefer to keep this one in the dustbin of my own personal history. <laughs> I don't need any reinforcement of the garbage I was taught in grammar school, or excuse me, you know, Catholic school. We call it grammar school in the East Coast. Uh, never seen it. It's probably a classic. It's what number? It's Highless List. It is a classic, and it's uh, really good. It's pretty long as well, but... <laughs> Uh, I would watch it for the sake of not the religious aspects, but just for the spectacle of it. It's one of the big budget epics uh, in history, and it, it it stands the test of time if you go back and watch it. It's got some really amazing acting, and I'm sure you've actually seen bits of it on TV before because it's almost always running on some like late night channel for uh, for some reason. I have no idea why. But does it, does the CGI stand up to the test of time like Jurassic no World? CGI basically. It's really good. Next up, Jaws. If this didn't make you not stay out of the ocean for a long period of time, then you are a uh, more brave soul than I. This movie is the perfect example of suspense in films. Nothing has topped it in terms of suspense from this point on. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic Mm -hmm. creature feature, a fantastic horror movie, great characters, fun when you get over the terror. Fantastic movie. Spielberg again. It's more or less the standard bearer of the the hide the monster esque, the hide the monster um, effect of a, of a of a good thriller Absolutely. or horror movie. Is yeah. that it's sort of the measuring stick of you don't need to have things in your face the whole time. Awesome suspense soundtrack. The, everything about it is iconic. From the name, like the the name Jaws is never used in the movie, and yet everybody calls sharks nowadays Jaws. And nobody knew what it meant when it first came out. Incredible. Um, I never got scared about going in the ocean though. Well, that's because you were old. <laughs> no. Next up. <laughs> Dr. Zhivago. <laughs> Dr. Zhivago. I'm not sure I know how to pronounce this. Uh, so let me guess, you haven't seen it. haven't seen it. Oh, all I know is that there's an awkward reference to it that I never understood in a 98 Degrees song, a boy band song. Anybody? No? What are you talking about? All right. <laughs> Fuck me. There's a 98... De- anyway, there's a boy band song that references Dr. Zhivago's by 98 Degrees. Listen to the lyrics. Well, that's, you know anything that, about wait. it? The plot or anything? Well, isn't this the one that's about the nut job riding the missile to Ultimate Deadly no, Gee-Haw? No, no, no. It's Dr. Strangel. Okay, I'm taking over right here. This isn't my timeout, though, because it's my time right now. So Dr. <laughs> Zhivago is an epic Russian love story. It's a fantastic movie. It, too, is very long, um, but well <laughs> worth seeing. A fantastic picture of the romance comedy when done well the drama is so high in this film and this is another epic on a lower key scale it's an epic of human emotion it's really fantastic definitely see it if you haven't seen it already james final wrap up they didn't have the dollar bootleg in ecuador i'm moving on (laughs) the exorcist oh man the exorcist so many fantastic terrifying moments and what I think sells this movie over some of the other movies is that it's not a surprise what's happening. It's creepy. It lasts with you because it's genuinely disturbing and it's not like pop-out scary stuff like we see now. It's things that make you think, things that you see that are creepy and twisted, and things that will stick with you. Fantastic movie if you haven't seen it already. Yeah, it's, it's great. I haven't seen it in a very long time. There's a lot of knockoffs of it mm-hmm. nowadays. I do remember the first time I watched it, I was laying on the floor of my living room with all my brothers and sisters. We darkened the room, and the TV is the only light source, and it freaked us all out. It was crazy. Uh, Spawned so many, I mean, the references to vomiting pea soup are everywhere in in pop culture, and that's where they came from. People protested this film. This was a huge deal. Yeah, this was a really big deal. If you haven't seen The Exorcist, go see it, and never, never watch any of the sequels. Snow White. Snow White. I've seen it. Excellent. Um, I mean, 
I, I I don't I don't have anything negative to say about it. It's sort of a, a it's a you know, is it adapted from a Grimm's fairy tale like most Disney movies? Like probably. Sort of lifted, I honestly like, don't know. Plagiarized from other people's <laughs> works and whatnot. Anyway, good movie. Um, animation is 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 wonderful. I understand that back in the day when it came out, it was sort of groundbreaking for its animation style and 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 everything else. Kyle, what do you think about? Absolutely, not my favorite Disney movie, but it. I mean, it stands the test of time. It's on the top of this list for for a number of different reasons. Uh, I really love the animation in it. I love the story. I sing the. Hi ho, hi ho! It's off the work I go song like pretty much every time I'm going to work, so it, it lasts with you. Um, it, it's a testament to where Disney stands on early animation and the strength of the quality of their films and getting people there. Final Quick, thoughts. Quickly looking at the list, it's the first animated movie to appear. And Absolutely. It's at number ten. Hey, yeah, interesting. And next, we've got 101 Dalmatians back to back. That's kind of interesting. 101 Dalmatians is a uh, great movie. I always enjoyed it. Cruella DeVille creeped me out, and I hated her. And it was <laughs> one of the reasons that I think that I appreciate, uh, uh, you know, our science so much because I just thought that her taking those puppies was just so awful and messing all that up. But uh, I also didn't know that her name meant cruel devil until about a couple of years ago when I finally made that connection. <laughs> yeah, sadly, I've never seen the movie. Oh. I'm, I'm familiar with the imagery, especially the look of Cruella DeVille and. Her cigarette and her skeletal-looking face and how nasty she is. Oh yeah. Um, I don't really have you know 101 Dalmatians. Maybe I'll check it out one day. Maybe maybe the naming scheme of of the villain Cruella Deville. Like oh maybe that was what inspired George Lucas to name all of his Sith knights about using actual synonyms of evil. <laughs> what a joke. It's, it's uh, a little bit heavy-handed, but yeah, that's a great <laughs> movie. I'm sure you guys have Thank all you. seen it. If you haven't, check it out. It's good. Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. Kyle. We might have a future podcast about this. It's my favorite in the genre of sci-fi, sci-fi action. Wow. It's my favorite. Top favorite. Excellent. It is awesome. You talk about iconic imagery, the walkers in the snow. Right away, mm -hmm. right right from the beginning, you're, you're facing just the most incredible special effects once again, action scenes. We get introduced to Yoda, the diminutive warrior, right? When you think it's yeah. this massive physical presence. Uh, the sad ending, which has sort of set the tone for. Oh, I yeah, yeah, and uh, the puppeteering in that is, is fantastic. Best of the star, the three only Star Wars movies that exist only right three. now. Uh, definitely best of those. So much of a darker tone. So much more uh, character development. So much interesting philosophy. Really amazing imagery from every point of this. The set builders, the script, the direction, every aspect of it is completely perfect. Final thoughts. Um, love story, action, philosophy. Ben-Hur. This is a great movie. It's extremely long as well. It's one of those <laughs> It's one of those epics. And uh, though it is biblical and religious like you were talking about uh, before, I would highly recommend this movie for so much of the excitement and the amazing work that went into putting what you see on screen uh, on screen. So brilliant. At the Chariot Race at the end is one of the greatest things ever filmed, I think. And just the dedication to it is brilliant. Speaking of the cherries, haven't seen this movie. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uncultured, uncultured half. That's okay. That's why I'm here. I haven't seen Ben-Hur. <laughs> but I do understand that there is a, ma uh, a spectacular chariot race at the end. And I heard somewhere that the chariot race was the inspiration for George Lucas inserting the pod race scene into Star Wars Episode One. He took iconic what are you talking movie. talking about? What's Episode One? He, he took iconic. He took a, a classic movie scene, inserted little Anakin Skywalker with his shitty acting, and you know, just such cheap. Like, oh my god, chariot. Re oh yeah, all right, good movie. See it, Avatar. All right, um, 
How did I see Avatar? Dollar bootleg in Ecuador. <laughs> I think we covered that in the previous podcast. I saw it on a tiny little screen. I understand the movie was essentially tailor-made to be a 3D spectacle. In fact, James Cameron would often brag, like, he's going to change movie making. This is going to introduce a new wave of 3D movies. I thought it was a good movie. A little, a little. Uh, the premise is worn out as far as I'm concerned. An old worn-out tape, oh, like yeah. Last of Mohicans. Absolutely. Uh, Dances with Wolves, Fern Gully. Mm-hmm. We've seen this story before. And I think you lost something when you saw it on the bootleg because the, <laughs> the, because the spectacle of that, the 3D, was completely brilliant, and it did totally immerse you in this world. It's one of the most significant, significant points of technological advancement in film that we've seen. That being said, yes, the story was weak. Yes, Pocahontas, Fern Gully. It's got all these influences in it. But a, uh, a visual splendor, and if you have the chance, definitely see it in the 3D and the big aspect ratio. I take that back. I did see it in the theater because a girl dragged me to it on a date, and I was desperate. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. I love this movie, and we'll talk about it when we talk about Star Wars, uh, another podcast. But I love Return of the Jedi. A lot of people hate on it because of the totally unlogical way that it plays out. But I think it's great, and just you know, have a little slack for it. You know, this is science fiction we're talking about, and these little bear creatures are much <laughs> smarter than you think they are. I love this movie. I, I like it fantastic. too. I'm not old enough. That you, Everybody in this listening to us knows there's a generation gap here. Kyle's first movie is Toy Story. Mine is Ghostbusters. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but I'm not old enough to, to be bitter about the Ewoks, Kyle. I'm, I'm young enough to realize uh, or to have thought, wow, I kind of like this movie. There's... There's cutscenes where they're in space fighting, and, and by the way, that end fight scene in space is awesome, oh, right? Taking down the second death star, despite despite the recycling of the plot. Yeah. Um, but I didn't mind it. I really like Return of the Jedi as well. It's awesome. I still really enjoy all those behind the scenes. Kyle, take it away. Yeah. If they changed the ending song, they're stupid, which they did. Jurassic Park. All right. Well. The um, <laughs> Jurassic Park is awesome. Yes. The CGI was awesome. Yes. This movie did not have to be remade. No. We covered that in podcast one. We did. And uh, so let's keep this positive. Let's keep it positive. Jurassic Park is awesome. Um, it was one of the few times, I think I was 15 or so when it came out. It came out in 93. I was 15, and yet it terrified me. I, For the first time in this movie, I thought, wow, these kids might die. It's amazing to go back and watch that movie because when I saw it as a kid, I didn't pick up on the subtleties of the screenplay, but it's such a brilliant screenplay. Michael Crichton penned the book, and I believe he helped with the screenplay as well. Totally uh, amazing movie. All the characters are brilliant. Everything about it is fantastic. It's another attempt at reservation on Spielberg's part and making every bit of it as terrifying and as visually appealing as possible. Yes, indeed. I, I couldn't agree more. Episode one, The Phantom Menace, which is not a Star Wars movie in my mind. Um, this is not a good movie. Uh, in fitting with the canon of Star Wars, I mean, it offers up some background, some prelude to things. Just read the, just read the plot. You don't need to see the movie. It's just such a disappointment. I went and saw it right when it came out, and I was disappointed, even though I was young and was like, cool pod racing. Totally disappointed by it. Uh, yeah, it's, as we say here on Loud and Set, complete garbage. Complete garbage. garbage. You know, I, I'm old enough to have been really critical of this movie when I saw it. I'm sorry, Kyle. I didn't get wrapped up in the podcasting. Cool right. kid. Uh, <laughs> I remember I remember having the force be completely ruined for me because they took something that was mystical, magical, and undescribable, and George Lucas oh, must have taken yeah. a community college class where for the first time ever he was introduced to mitochondria and chloroplasts, and he created midichlorians, Definitely ruining the force forever. the worst part of it by far. Fuck you. <laughs> Lion King. Kyle... 
I, you know, here's my take on Lion King. Mm-hmm. I might be one of the few people on this planet or in this version of the multiverse that has only seen the musical. I've seen the musical Lion King. I haven't seen the movie. Wow. Isn't that interesting? I understand it's supposed to be really good. It sort of recycles a lot of Disney tropes like parents are dead. Like, why does Disney <laughs> love dead parents so much? Like, does no Disney family have a complete family? Well, it's Hamlet. Kind of, like, it's Hamlet. Is it? It's Hamlet when you look at it. I always thought they were saying pinata there, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's how uncultured I am. I love The Lion King. Yeah, it's Hamlet. Go back and watch it. Read Hamlet. Watch it. It's great. Another top Disney animated film, the source material is, uh, you know, boosts the story, but putting a lot of fun little characters in it and everything made it really fun. I saw the musical as well. I liked it. I, I just think it's a sex in the clouds. The Sting. Oh, this is such a good movie. I absolutely love this movie. After I saw this, I wanted to go con people. That's how much I loved it. It's uh, James probably haven't seen it, but it's all <laughs> it's all about con artistry, and uh, it's the one well, my favorite of the um, of the Butch Cassidy uh, duo that is Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Totally amazing movie. The soundtrack, Scott Joplin, is totally famous, and for good reason. It's a fantastic film. Go see it. Whoa, that was a 30-second beep. Why? Because I'm calling a timeout. Oh. We haven't used them. Okay. Yo, we haven't used any timeouts. And I'm going to take advantage of this moment to backtrack. Okay. Can we backtrack? Are we making this up on the fly? Yeah, we we actually can backtrack. I'm going to backtrack because... I'm even going to pause our timer here. I don't have... (laughs) Good, good move. I don't have jack shit to say about this thing. I don't even know who's in it. I don't know anything about the plot. I I don't know any pop cultural references to it. Like I understand Ben-Hur and the Ten Commandments. I've seen pop culture of it. When it comes to this thing, I have enough jack shit to say about it. And so I'm taking my time out to, to backtrack to The Lion King. Why okay. did I close out my comments that I got dinged a little bit saying, like, all I know is sex in the clouds? Because The Lion King has one of those moments where, have you heard this urban I legend, I have Kyle? heard it, the, yes. the lion gets like a, oh, my day or oh, my life moment and flops down in the poppies or the grass, mm-hmm. right? And the, the dust gets kicked up and it says in the cloud, it's it forms a cloud that says, Kyle? For about one frame, it says sex in the clouds. The makers of the movie claims that it says SFX, like special effects. But I love good urban legends like that embedded in movies, don't yeah, you? Yeah, oh, I love it. I There's love a it midget well. hanging in the back of Wizard of Oz, right? <laughs> There's a ghost in Three Men and the Baby. All those, I love that stuff. Isn't that great? It's great. It's All great. Right, I've used right, my time up. You use your time out. We're done with that conversation. So I got 15 more seconds to talk about The Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. If you haven't seen it, you, you, you have to see it. There's multiple payouts. Um, throughout the movie in terms of twists. It has a lot of twist endings. It's really good at pulling that all together. I can't wait to do this. Ding! <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh, mm, Indiana Jones trilogy. Yes. I'm pretty sure we're going to have a, a, a podcast dedicated to the we Indiana Jones trilogy. We certainly will, absolutely. Indiana Jones is the man. Um, me and my brothers used to use my sister's jump ropes and pretend it was the whip. And we converted action figures that weren't Indiana Jones because we didn't have the money to buy them. And we'd take a piece of string from my mother's sewing kit and tape it to the action figure's arm. And, oh, that's and awesome. And so a, a random, generic, <laughs> shitty piece of shit figure from some bin at some clothing store that we probably found became Indiana Jones. That's great. Indiana Jones, yeah, I, I probably mentioned already to you at least that I used to make movies based off of that when I California was little. California Jones! California Jones! <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's too much fun. It's the perfect yep. example of don't take yourself seriously, pulp that's really fun to just have in these spectacles and they're really good and I'm taking my time out here to continue my own conversation for another couple of seconds because the whole Indiana Jones trilogy is really amazing but Raiders stands as a testament to 
putting together a lot of different pieces. You have the science fiction aspect of it. You have also mysterious forces that are beyond our control. Mm. And in talking about the movie that does not exist, the Indiana Jones film uh, that is not an Indiana Jones movie, uh, Kingdom of Shia LaBeouf. King, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Kingdom of the CG monkeys. That was just <laughs> terrible. Um, something that I've I've always been curious about is why didn't the alien aspect of that film fit in with the universe that we created? Because there were mythical aspects of these other ones, mm-hmm. and I finally discovered that it really could have fit in. But the way that all of it was presented, the way that the plot was structured, and the way that, that it was horribly filmed and, and butchered all the way through made it unacceptable. Because using the nuance that they used in the first couple where the mysterious objects were mysterious, and we didn't see flying saucers taking off and <laughs> things like that. The origins of them were, were mysterious and sometimes religious in nature. And I really wish they would have just let it be with Crusade, but if they're going to put out some piece of crap like they did with the fourth one, then they need to make make it better and Well, you know, the third, one, the third one ends with Indy, his dad, and whoever was along for the journey. <clears throat> literally, and I use that word correctly, not like a dumb idiot that's using literally to mean <laughs> figuratively. I, I'm a grammar. Anyway, <laughs> they're riding off into the sunset. What a perfect mm-hmm. closure to a trilogy, and then years later... I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the, the Absolutely. The you get a demerit movie. for talking during my time out. Damn it! But anyway, final thoughts are it is fantastic. See the whole Indiana Jones trilogy if you had it. That's the end of everything. Absolutely. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> the end, happy. that's the end of the game. Uh, that was a lot of fun. So that's the top 20 all-time domestic grossing films adjusted for inflation. I think we've solidified with our list that almost all of these are fantastic um, movies and James hasn't seen a lot of them but I encourage you like I encourage him to go and see um, some of these movies even if you don't think you're going to like it because the runtime is long because it's about content that you don't want if you appreciate movies if you appreciate good um, cinema then I would definitely recommend almost all of these movies with the exception of the phantom piece of garbage James final thoughts final thoughts this was a lot of fun this was a lot this of fun this was awesome uh, you don't need any other source of information. These were very thorough reviews. Very thorough. Uh, what is the guy's name? <laughs> Leonard Malton or something like yes. that? The guy that makes the books? Oh, my goodness. Move over, Lenny. Move, Move over, over, Leonard. You got Fast Forward by Loud on the set to compete with. Um, Kyle, give him the email address. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to try something fun now. We're going to start... Uh, taking requests on movies, taking requests on topics that you want to hear about, things in our lives, uh, different aspects of film, movies to review, anything like that, retro reviews, what have you. So our email address, undercase, all of it, loud on the set, all one word at gmail.com, loud on the set at gmail.com. Send us uh, suggestions, send us what you like about the show. Hell, if, if you record a little audio bit that you want inserted into a podcast, send us that too. Yeah, if you think we're wrong, let us know in nice words. And uh, and if you are mean, then don't send us anything. <laughs> nah, we want mean too. We nah, curse all the time. send us anything wait, you we, want. Wait, we curse all the time. I curse all the time. I'll take the curses. Send them yeah, with the subject line for James if it has a curse. How about that? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're going to do this again very soon. But thank you so much for listening. This was a ton of fun for us. We hope it was fun for you as well. Go out and see some of these movies. See some good cinema and enjoy yourself. See you later. And cut.